0: all of your supporters want you to do well. The haters even subconsciously want you to do well. So when you're living on your edge, you have pretty much committed to betterment. And that's what is th- that that's really what it's all about. It's a marathon.
1: Welcome, welcome, beautiful people, to Harley Initiated with your boy Tyshawn Jackson and my dog, Dr. Ketch. What's out. Let's get a little. Let's get a crowd going over here, man, because it's about to be a phenomenal, phenomenal episode per usual, okay? I've
0: been feeling good, too, man. I feel like all, this, all, all the episodes is lit.
1: Man, listen, because they are. <laughs> you know, this is, this is great content, man. This is really great content. It's actually been really feeding my soul, too. To be able to come and speak. I'm going to be honest with y'all. This is honestly conversations we have on a regular basis.
0: It is. It is.
1: That we now have just so happened to start recording. So now you guys have been tapped in, you know, with with, with my regular life.
0: To the private private boss talk.
1: To the private boss talk, man.
0: It's not enough of these conversations actually going around, which is, you know, uh, partly uh, the inspiration for the show anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I want to get some feedback from the listeners, too, because, you know, we're trying to, I told y'all, that the righteousness and ratchetness, I want to bring that shit together because that's who I am. That's it's the who duality
0: we of life, my it's, it's
1: the duality of life itself, you know, so, you know, I hope we're not too preachy, right, because I can be too preachy, right? That's actually my problem. My little sister told me that two times. Sometimes she's like, Ty, like, I just need you to relax
0: sometimes. She's like, not trying to have you be a father figure.
1: Yeah, I don't want you to do all that shit. Like, right. sometimes just, you know, I, I want you to be, you know. You know, just, just just sit your ass down and, and, and kick it. And, you know, it just depends on the topic, though, because sometimes I get triggered.
0: You want to be a hero sometimes.
1: Sometimes I really want to be a hero because because mm-hmm. the voice that I'm putting out here is really the voice that be in the back of my head. Actually, the voice that's in the back of my head is way worse than the shit I'm saying to y'all. But this is how I think. This is how I move. This is how we live. And we want to put it out because, like like I said, me, me personally, when I'm looking and searching the net for the type of content we putting out, I do not see it in abundance.
0: No, and, and the thing is, the issues and challenges that we are discussing are in abundance. Mm. So, you know, you, you, you want to have um, the opposite side be fortified to, to take battle. So, you know, we just adding, adding uh, fuel to the fire and making sure we get out the message to as many men as possible.
1: As many men as possible, man. Yeah. As yeah. many men, because we've all been there. As a matter of a fact, let me, let me tell y'all a, a quick story. Story time. Mm. So, I remember it was the summer of 2019.
0: Wait, wait, before you do that, hit the, hit the dream. Well, let's hit the dream joint. Yeah.
1: Story time. <laughs> so, I remember it was like the summer of 2019, right? When we went ahead, we quit the job, mm-hmm. right? We quit it. You know, me and Ryan, we worked at a startup prior. We had a pretty much ran a sales company, um, financial services, did a bunch of shit, honestly. It was a lot of shit going on, but left it to do our own thing. And I remember, you know, I had a little bit of money saved up, but relatively I was broke. You know, I was my first real time in entrepreneurship. I, I, I took my, my, you know, swing at it in 2017, but that shit was a failure. So I, w- I would consider that my first real time with some experience under my belt. But I was still lost. I was broke. And I kind of fell into this dark place because I think as a new entrepreneur, you overestimate where you think you're going to be. Or how soon the fruits will come and it never works that way.
0: Because it looks so easy online.
1: It looks so easy online. It looks so easy online. It's like, it's it's almost unfair. You're not prepared for entrepreneurship seeing it online because it's almost like, it's almost like a girl working out trying to become this chick, but she didn't know the whole time the chick had a BBL. <laughs> right. So it's like, it's it's almost unfair.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: the thing about it is I was in this, this dark place and the the silver lining, what I found out was that the whole time I was actually free. This was the crazy part. It's like I had took the red pill. Because for the first time ever, despite all the bullshit and the pain I was feeling, I was in control of my time. I was in control of my future. And I was just in control of my life.
0: Captain of your soul, master your fate.
1: Captain of the soul, master but that's James Allen, ain't it?
0: I don't know what that James honestly Island. that's some shit that when i was pledging it's just ingrained in me but but i want to say that's evictus really yeah actually i'm probably gonna get probably gonna get swole up for yeah that's evictus <laughs> Damn. okay i okay. gonna get my ass kicked after the show <laughs> okay I,
1: well i like that i yeah. like that i like that so so check this out though when 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 i when i realized that and, and i took that perspective it was like this beautiful it was like i was in this light and this dark all in the same place because I realized after study, because when I, when I fought, when I fell into that place, the, the, the best thing you can do, fellas, when you fall into a place like that, that is you, you have to, you have to elevate mm-hmm. like you have to elevate. I got on my reading. That's when I really got on my routines heavy. I think, I think we both did around that time really got heavily on the routines, sharpening ourselves. And man, I realized for the first time ever in my life that is when I could say I was for real living on my edge. I, I was not living on my edge until that day.
0: What 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 a, what about it was your edge? Was it the now investment into yourself? Was it just the mere fact that you quit the, the day job? Like what about it made it your edge at that point? So
1: let's let's so let's that's that's a good point. So let's define and talk about what being on your edge is, because I think that'll help this make a lot more sense. So, fellas, first of all, every man, I don't care what your situation is, every man should be living on their edge as a man. I think this is what the legendary rapper was talking about when he was hitting that, kicking that shit. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. I, think this is the, I really think this is the shit he was talking about.
0: That's true. And th- to me, li- living on the edge is the exact opposite of depression. It's the exact opposite. It's yin and yang. So when you are depressed, it's because you're not living on the edge. And by living on the edge, you ward off depression. You think so? I think so because men are at their core conquerors and explorers. That's what living on your edge is. You're going to the next thing, whatever that is. And as long as you're going to the next thing, your brain is occupied. Depression is when you have overwhelming amount of thoughts and lack of focus. Depression is anxiety when everything is cluttered in your head and you're not acting. Living on your edge is the exact opposite opposite of that. Living on your edge is focus. Not many things going on in there because you know exactly where you're trying to get to. And the only way to get to there when you're living on your edge is action. So I think living on your edge is the exact opposite of depression. I think it's the cure to depression.
1: Now, now. I would actually argue that because when I'm when I'm thinking about living in, in, on your edge I'm thinking of you putting your place in you putting your life in such a place of discomfort right like you putting your life in such a place of discomfort where you are not necessary it's, it's it's just the level where you don't want to jump off a bridge it ain't too much right it's the edge where it's healthy it's just enough to bring the absolute best out of you
0: it's exciting
1: It's exciting. It's it's bringing the best out of you where it's not too much. Now, the thing about it is if you do jump to your edge, right, and you're not necessarily prepared for it, you can experience the turbulence of that. So you might fall into a brief depression.
0: No, no. See, that's that's inspirational dissatisfaction or frustration. Depression is when there's no continued action. I'm not depressed if I fail and I keep trying.
1: Let me ask you, did you did you fall into a depression when we first jumped into this business?
0: I would say I was already in depression when I first jumped into this business. Mm. Now, this business, as in our real estate business, this, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about 2019.
1: 2019. Yeah, let's go way back.
0: 2019, I was already in depression because when I was working for the startup, that's all I was doing was working for the startup. There was no next thing. I had nothing else on my mind, no, nothing else that I wanted to get to. So by definition, in my definition, I was in depression.
1: So you were, you were depressed at the startup, you would say?
0: Correct, at the startup. The whole time? No, not the whole time. It was when I stopped the work. You get what I'm saying? Now, when I, was, when I initially came, because you got to keep in mind, I was with the startup two years before you. So when I was with the startup, I was working my day job and I was working the startup. Mm-hmm. So my day job was the base. The startup was that fresh, that exciting thing. It was my edge. Now, once I got with the startup and things became, to, became, became a lot more comfortable and comforting for me because we had our shit together and we were growing. So this was easy. It was no longer this huge challenge. Now, once I only was doing the startup, which was comfortable and not no longer challenging myself, keep in mind, I went from working first nine to five and then five to ten. When we got our shit together to start up, I went back to working 9 to 5. So now I'm back in depression because I'm not doing that extra to get myself to the next step. You follow me? Yeah. So, so once we left, I was still in a state of depression. All I was doing was going to work from 9 to 5 and not doing much else. Now, the way I got out of that depression is when I started putting that same effort into doing a 9 to 5 with our real estate business, but, do, but then also improving myself and then looking to take what I'm learning for the real estate business and apply those same principles to my personal life. Mm. and that's how i was able to work out of it so it's all it's it's all about doing being onward and, and upward to the next thing as soon as you're not doing that because because that's what's so become so natural to to a man you then go into this place of of, of depression
1: well well you know I, I can see that i can definitely see that i can't ever say personally that i, I feel like i was i've been in a place of, of depression but i've definitely seen people in it and i do think that you know, I see how you define it, but, but I believe it or not, I still do think that, you know, somebody even living on the edge can be in that place. Because here's the thing. When I'm thinking about some people living on the edge, I'm thinking most people have never really lived on the edge. Most people have never really felt the, the pressure that comes with that because it's a very scary place. And if you're really living on your edge, you're always really scared, like you're always a bit uncertain to some extent now you can still have a level of confidence and i think as you develop the 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 muscles right because all of these things are muscles courage is a muscle persistence is a muscle right all of once you develop the dexterity to be able to handle that i think you know your edge actually becomes a bit more comfortable but i think there's a bit of shock for somebody who's new to that edge and they, can, they, can experience, they would experience a bit more turbulence because, unfortunately, how most people experience the edge is life smacks you in the fucking face. They're not intention, intentionally pushing themselves to an edge. Life is going to do some shit to you that'll go about putting you, putting you in the edge, whether that's tragedy.
0: See, it puts you on the edge, but we talk about living on the edge. This is, this, I live in discomfort because discomfort makes me better. That's the right. difference. Right. You know, so it's is is the the edge is everything new and different and exciting. So even if you have found some level of success, whether that be in physical fitness or, um, you know, uh, something like cooking or. Sports or whatever it is, you can get there, but still not live on it because living it is pushing it. So just like when we go to workout, my my my, uh, you know because I started the the physical training uh, before you, and Will told me a few weeks ago he says, hey, you know you gonna let Tyshawn catch up with you, and I'm like, bro, I'm in here this shit five days a week, I'm working hard, and and, but see that was me being my ego thinking for me, but when I went home and I actually contemplated what it is, is I, I realized the workouts are. Like a lot easier for me, I could run. I'm not that tired after the workouts anymore. But it's because I'm not pushing myself. I've reached this this plateau where then all I got to do is work harder. I can do the same workouts and get a better workout by living on the edge. And that's an it's in all regards, not just you know what you might define as making money.
1: You know, actually that's a that's a really good point because I, I I agree with that. I think it it is a big difference with you know being put on the edge and and living on the edge. I would I would definitely agree with that and and see this this is and see this is a healthy conversation fellas because the thing about it is i think it's a it's a very low percentage of men who are out here really living on that shit and a lot of us have excuses why we not we not living on the edge and i talk a I talk to a lot of my closest homies <laughs> and i hear them all the time
0: yeah
1: you know and and they may say shit like man damn time man look if i ain't had no kids Man, listen, I'll be I'll be doing the same shit you doing. Right. I'll be doing that. Hey man, listen.
0: And they said that shit and we was broke too, by the way. Uh, listen. Had hey, me confused.
1: Hey, I'm listen, I got a wife, man, but listen, Tom, if I was single,
0: <laughs> damn, I'll
1: be doing the same shit that you doing. It's all of these excuses. Well, they
0: just say I love what you do. They just say I love what you do. And and you sometimes it's it's hard to understand that, but it's just they love that you doing what you want to do and you continuing to doing it and growing in it and embracing it.
1: And see it's, it's really frustrating to me though. It's frustrating uh, frustrating to me because if a man is not living in his edge, what he's doing is he leaving it on. He leaving some shit on the table. Mm-hmm. He's not laying it all out on the field. And what that means is he's gonna end up leaving this place with regret. That's the biggest. That's the biggest problem with not living on your edge. You're not really giving it all you got. And not living on your edge is the fastest way to live an average fucking life. That's, that's exactly how you become average, by not living on your edge, not being in that place of discomfort at all times, not being scared at all times. You should be, and I, and I know that it's cliche, but they say, you know, if you're not scared of your goals, your goals ain't big enough. That's real. Mm-hmm. But you're, you should always be a little bit scared. About your goals. Or, you know, you should always be having this constant battle. Almost, again, I'm reading that book, Tim Grover, right, winning. Kobe, Kobe was the greatest. MJ's the greatest. They were nervous before every game. These guys were the greatest. They were always nervous before every single game because they're putting themselves in these uncomfortable positions regularly.
0: Pressure cookers.
1: Regularly. And, you know, when you keep continuously putting yourself in that position, man, all, you do, all you're all doing is getting stronger every single time, like you're used to pressure.
0: And this is what, see, this is what everybody wants from you as man. Everybody wants you to get better. All of your supporters want you to do well. The haters even subconsciously want you to do well. So when you're living on your edge, you have pretty much committed to betterment. And that's, what is, that, that, that's really what it's all about. It's a marathon. It's a marathon of continuous improvement.
1: Now, you say your haters want you to do better.
0: They do. Subconsciously, they want you to do better because really they really like seeing greatness. Mm. They, they like it so much deep down that it makes them upset because by admitting that they like your greatness, it means that they have to now change themselves.
1: That's why they say LeBron is the most loved and hated person in the world right now, right?
0: He's polarizing. When you're great, you are polarizing. When you're doing the right things, you are polarizing. Because it's a world of mediocrity. That's the world that we live in. So you got all of these sheep, all of these people who just want to do what everybody else is doing. They 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 just don't even have the capacity to have mm-hmm. genuine love for somebody who's excelling.
1: And, you know, the sad thing is, you know, in us, we are all built to have the capacity of greatness. Mm-hmm. Like we are all... Built to live and you know have the capacity to live on our edge especially as men like we were designed and built to be stronger right to be faster to be able to handle the pressures and the like the the things that come with life from a physical and mental and, and a, a physical and a mental spiritual level we were meant to do that and you're, to 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 have these gifts and not use them is one of the ultimate sins and that, see this is the problem this is the problem this is all you know why you know me even me personally, I'm having to put myself in a position where I have to find all of these different people. You know, my gang is not the people that I grew up with. My mm-hmm. gang is not the people that, you know, are my are, are my best friends or the, my day ones. It's only because, you know, most people are just choosing not to live on the edge. Now, and this this is not to, you know, talk shit about what anybody' life decisions are, because I believe this is not related to money, fellas. I believe that you literally can be a, a, a freaking, you know, basketball coach, right, making $45,000 a year and be goddamn Coach Carter.
0: Living on your edge. Right. You know, you, you might be uh, creating new plays. You might be taking a risk on new talent. You yeah. know, you might take your coaching your coaching services and abilities to a, a, a once-rivaled high school. You know, right. it's just doing different shit. Taking it's, some,
1: bringing some kids into your household, yeah, doing it's, some crazy it's shit. Be, it's being
0: fearless, <laughs> man. It's, it's, it's For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. When you when you are letting fear consume you, it is no way for you to be able to take that next step.
1: Right. And see now, fear. Believe it or not, I don't believe that. You know, I, I don't feel fear. I don't feel. Shut up. Shut up.
0: Fear is it, yes, healthy if if, if 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 harnessed.
1: Absolutely right. We all feel fear. Right. We all feel fear. Fear is supposed to be. You you gotta you gotta really create this relationship with fear. You gotta dance with that motherfucker.
0: Like it's, a, you, it, it's an indicator that 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 you should push forward.
1: That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's not supposed to paralyze you, right? And and that's what's really happening out here with our fellas. And we see it in that how they're dealing with their careers, with how they choose their women, with just everything. It's just this mindset of just settling. Mm-hmm. It's just this mindset of settling. And when you live on your edge and when you really, you know, are, are completely always pushing your boundaries, you learn so much about yourself.
0: This is the the key, too. When you do that, this this is the problem. When you do that, you are then required to do more. And that is what people are most afraid of. If I do it well this time, then I'll have to do it even better again. Mm. But that's the blessing in it. That's like that. Like when you talk about Kobe and talk about Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, all all of these cats. Like once they do it, once they come into the next season with even greater expectations. But that's just what comes with being a man. It's a it's a thankless job, but but that's okay because I prefer respect.
1: Mm. The pathway to heaven begins in hell, mm. and that's just how it is. And you know, as men, we got to really be be comfortable with 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 that journey. Because if not, we we end up being in this place. It's like the abyss. It's not quite hell, but it's not quite heaven.
0: It's hell on earth. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Hell is on earth. And when you lost and confused and, and you in this state of, of anxiousness or or, or or depression, that's what y- you hell because it's all here. It's all here.
1: Yeah, man. And, and so l- l- let me ask you this. When would you say that you first started really lit, like consider yourself living on your edge?
0: You know, I don't want to say it's a certain point because I have times, I have ups and downs Mm -hmm. as well. So it's times where I have lived on my edge and it's times that I've been, you know, stagnant and, 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 and not, you know, close to the edge. So as of recent, my, my, cause I like to, I like to call it like a streak. My most recent streak of living on my edge is between 2020, February, March, until today, now did I have some times where I fell down? and might not have been on my edge for a, a couple months, few months, yeah. But most consistently, I would say since spring twenty twenty until recent.
1: Mm. And what would you say, just personally? Just what would you, what would you say you learned most about yourself at that point from that experience?
0: That you got to keep going. It's like literally no days off. I really learned that. I really learned that, man. You know, and, and me the way my brain works. I can get I can get 2 days without my routine and I'm like, "Ty, I don't know if the business is going to make it." <laughs> you know what? I'm saying? Let me get let me get 2 months on my routine. I'm like, "Ty, I don't give a fuck. We're going to be super successful." <laughs> yeah. It could be anything happening. I'm like, "Yo, it doesn't matter. We good." And right. that's my attitude. So, you know, because so when I realized that that I would have, you know, that I can that my brain can co- can go so quickly to the negative, I realized that you know what, I have to make this commitment to live on my edge every day and do something I've never done before or or have a new experience every day. Just get 1% better every freaking day. And when I do that, man, I'm I'm content.
1: No drama, no doubt, no days off. They said the shirt coming soon, ain't
0: it? Man, listen, I'm tired of wearing this black shirt up here. No drama, no doubt, no days off. We got to get the brand going. Pussy over uh or purpose over uh, over pussy. Oh man, you know put the pussy over purpose, <laughs> man. That's, you know we listen. gotta get we gotta get all the branded shirts going. Yeah, all of them.
1: Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And you know, I I I, I wanna I really wanna let this one breathe, man. I, I wanna hit him with some closing closing thoughts on this one because okay. you know, fellas, I, I think right now this is see li- living on your edge. This is this is not like we said, just something that you just go ahead and dabble in you know, stick your toe in and and it doesn't, it doesn't look the same for everybody, right? Living on your edge looks different for every man, but as a man, you know, if you're living on your edge and you know, if you're settling, you know it, you may not want to face it. You might not want to think about it, but you know, when you're doing that shit and listen, if you, for some, whatever reason, fell into this show, fell into this episode I'm hoping that you snap out of that bullshit right now. And what I and listen, this is probably one of the most important episodes because this is a lifestyle thing. This is not mm-hmm. no tactic, this is not a mechanic. This is some shit you have to live by. And that's why it's that's actually why it's very difficult because it requires you to do this shit every single day.
0: Every day, man. And it's it's, it's painstaking sometimes, but just taking pride in in in, in where you want to be and what you want to accomplish, man, you, you got to do it. And it's nothing wrong with it like it's nothing wrong with living on your edge because you'll get a lot of people a lot of naysayers saying you're doing too much well shit you're not doing enough you you know and you'll have people that become very uncomfortable because if you change guess what they have to change or they will get get changed out for someone else Mm. you know so I want you guys to feel comfortable with being yourself and 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 taking risks because at the end of the day it's on you anyway
1: Take a risk, goddamn it! Take a risk. Man. Life is risky, all right. Yo, listen, man. This was a listen. This was a wonderful episode, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in again. Listen, we need y'all to spread the word, baby. We need your help. Like, subscribe, follow every goddamn thing. All right, stay tuned in, man. Episode, what, what episode was
0: this? Listen, name? just keep them shits rolling. That's all that matters. That's all
1: that's happening, man. We are about to keep this content rolling, baby. Got Look, to. Harley Initiator, man. We love y'all. We out.